welcome to the Death Taco Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and today I'm joined by Calvin. And today we've gathered to discuss the 2000 and I forgot the year <laughs> horror film Resident Evil 2002. Yeah. Older than I remember. Yes. Directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. You know who the fuck that director is? I do not. Bro, he directed the uh, the Mortal Kombat movie. No way. Yeah. What? That's what I'm saying. That's why he got hired to do this, because he did a uh, video game adaptation. They were like, he could successfully do it again. Well, I did not know that. Holy right. shit. And then uh, I think he's actually married to the main actress, uh, Mila Jovovich. The redhead? Yeah, the main chick. What? Yeah, man. That's why she's in, like, the other nine sequels. The all of them? Yeah. <laughs> He made this movie called Soldier with Kurt Russell. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but that's a childhood favorite of mine. Hmm. Uh, Alien vs. Predator. Okay. This movie called Dead or Alive, bro. Fire. I think it's this corny-ass karate movie with, like, just nothing but bitches. Nope. Haven't seen it, but I will now. And looks like, I mean, there's a whole bunch of shit he did. He did some movie called Monster Hunter, also with his wife, the one that just came out. Uh-huh. Nope. Haven't seen it. Right. <laughs> but no. So this is based. This is obviously Resident Evil. It's based off the video game. Did you play the video game at all? Yes, I, I was into the video game. Scary fucking game. Which ones have you played? Just like the first three that came out, mm -hmm. and then the other ones just got. You had to do way too much, like side missions, and I was like, no. And I mean, the first three kind of scared the shit out of me. I couldn't play them at night. Couldn't play them by myself. Had to have a friend in the room with me. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I'm actually the opposite. I never played, I mean, I saw my dad play the first three, and, like, I literally just sat at his shoulder and watched him play. And I'd play them a little bit, but I kind of pussied out too much. But four and five, I uh, I played. And I thought those were easier, because those were just more shoot-em-ups. They were less, the, they changed up, like, the controllers and shit. It uh -huh. was less, like, survival horror. It was more action horror after that. Okay. But, uh, nah, dude, you're right. The first three, terrifying. Ter bro, uh, those uh, best games probably ever for a horror game. Uh, but yeah, I stopped playing them once you had to do. I don't like when you have to do a whole bunch of objectives for one thing. Like you find the house, the key house to the door. You know, that's easy. And it's like you find the key and it's like, oh, but find this tulip. And after you find the tulip, you need to find this pot. I'm like, it's like oh. you got to find the vinegar to get the bubble gum out of the lock. Yeah, like shit. It's like you got to cook some toast, but you got to find the cord for the toaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the toast is right there, but yeah. yeah. But no, so that's pretty much what Resident Evil. The first three, though, are what you call survival horror. And I think those were the only ones out when this movie came out. <clears throat> mm. And um, the point of those, it's called survival horror because they give you like a limited amount of supplies. You don't get a ton of ammo, you don't get a ton of healing stuff. So more often than not, you're supposed to really just run from the enemies, which yeah. adds to the horror aspect. Let's get my spam caller online. Hello. Hello. This is Death Taco. Thanks for the call. How can we help you? I didn't. Know Usually, it's a Middle Eastern guy, and they always say my name is John. Uh -oh. It never fails. One time, it was a woman. She said my name is John. Hmm. I thought we had set up a call-in thing, and people started calling in immediately. I was like, oh, shit. That would have been fire. 
Hey, is this Death Taco Podcast? Resident I thought that was going to be my insurance guy because your insurance guy just called like five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> your extended warranty. That's literally what it's about. But anyways, so yeah, survival horror. Uh, do you have any other experience with like horror games like that? Um, a game, a game called, well, not survival, I guess. There was another good game called Fear. I've heard of it, never played it. Yeah, and that one was a good one. That was more, uh, of an action shooter, ghost, there were like ghosts and zombies, and, uh, it was, uh, had a lot of jump scare scenes in it, which was pretty cool as a video game. Couldn't play it at night once again, and I had to have a friend fucking sit with me and watch. Yeah, I'm there with you. Terrifying. Like, terrifying. I think, like, the most that people would compare Resident Evil to is clearly Silent Hill. Yeah, Silent Hill is a good one. You familiar with, like, I've never played the games, but I've watched, like, uh, YouTube playthroughs and shit just because, you know, my inner bitch comes out and I refuse to play it. Right. (laughs) Once again, I saw my dad play it and I tried to, but that one I literally played for an hour and I was like, yeah, fuck all that. Yeah, I think so. I never played Silent Hill very long. I think I probably played it for about an hour. It was too intense. It was fucking intense. Dude, you're walking around in the dark with a flashlight and a toothpick against <laughs> fucking like bull sized demons. Right. No. Yeah. Uh, no, like that's me. real survival horror. Yeah. Survival horror, bro. <laughs> I do. I do want to try one of these survival horror games or like a horror action game in virtual reality. Bro, you should try them on stream. I always thought that was cool. Like, I love watching reaction videos of, like, people that get scared easy doing, like, fucking uh, horror games, like, really fucked up shit. Yeah. Like, that could be, like, the other person in the room is the motherfucker watching you through the stream. Yeah. Hey, that's a good idea. I might I might try that. Fucking, we could do it here, dude. Oh, dude, on. I'll set you up, man. Hey. <laughs> I love that shit. But no, um, back to Resident Evil. So, the best way to describe this movie... There is an underground lab. Huge. Uh, There's a virus they're working on. The company is called the Umbrella Corp. Somebody tries to steal the virus and accidentally lets it out. All the employees are immediately killed by artificial intelligence, air quotes. Mm -hmm. The lab security system. The SWAT team comes in to try to figure out what happened. And are they trying to get the cure? I'm not trying to spoil it yet. I'm just trying to say what it's about. They are, um, I think, trying to get the cure. I know the dude that stole it threw one of the things before he left. So he's the one who let the virus out. He let it out. He threw it and let it bust open and was out the sealed doors before the, who was it, the Red Queen? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, sealed down everything. Yes. And so that's pretty much the plot is uh, this group of soldiers trying to break into the lab to get the antivirus. Yeah. And, of course, you know, bad stuff happens. A lot of bad stuff. I was kind of disappointed on how long the bad stuff took to happen. Exactly. So, but before we get there, um, what would you compare this to? coronavirus no 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 the movie in general <laughs> like it's definitely a shoot 'em up yeah it's definitely an, a sh- shooter action I, I wouldn't even say uh um uh, what, what would i say here you ever seen a movie called ghost of mars with ice cube no 
recommend it. It's by John Carpenter, the guy who made Halloween. But it's exactly this movie, but on Mars and with Ice Cube. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Ghost of Mars. I'm going to have to check that out. Featuring Ice Cube, made by John Carpenter, the man who made the original Halloween movie. And he's fighting, like, zombies on Mars. And it's just like this, like the action. Interesting. Yes. (laughs) A lot of lip biting. Yeah. You know, like, angry face going... What the fuck are you? Fuck these zombies up. <laughs> but that's what I would compare it to. It's hard to think of anything. Just imagine your generic action-y, you know, guns movie. It's pretty much what this reminded me of. Yeah. Um, with all that being said, we're going to go ahead and get into the meat of this movie and what we thought. So if you haven't seen it, I recommend you going to check out Resident Evil first and then coming back. It's been like 20 years, though, man. You should have fucking seen it by now. Should If you haven't seen it, you're a sheltered child. So, man, what did you think? Um, You know, when I first saw it back in 2002, because I saw it when it first came out, I was terrified. It was like, great movie. I was like, every scene had me jumping. Now that I've recently watched it, and it takes 40 minutes to see your first zombie... And how slow it was. Like, when she's walking around her mansion and, like, kind of figuring out things, I thought that was the most, like, scariest part of the movie. I was like, oh, shit, the intensity, the music's going. And now I'm just like, when does that happen again? Where do the zombies come out? Where's all this action? And I I forgot how long it took to get to the action. Now that you say that, I forgot it, actually, because 2002, we're about the same age, right? Yeah. So we're both 10. Yeah. So at 10 years old, this movie did freak me the fuck out. Yeah. Like um, the part where they're walking around the lab and they see like a lady floating in water and she kind of puts her hand up to the glass when they walk away. Mm-hmm. And the music goes like, dun. I remember I jumped like a motherfucker when that Terrified. happened. Terrified. Terrified. But uh, just like you said, the, the start was definitely slow. Like this movie feels like it's two different films. Mm-hmm. There's before the zombies and then after the zombies. Yes. Before the zombies, this feels more like a fucking sci-fi movie because we're watching like the AI fight these people, mm-hmm. the the hive security system or what have you. And you know, looking back with hindsight, I don't like that part. Yeah, like as a Resident Evil film, like as a separate movie, some of the shit's dope as fuck. Like when the lab first uh, shuts down and the. Red Queen starts killing everybody, like the elevator scene. Oh, fire! Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just I, I forgot about that, but yeah, the elevator scene. Yeah, where the chick is like uh, sticks her fucking head out the damn elevator doors. I would never, I would never, even if I was the skinniest person in there, I would never be like I could fit. Look, that's definitely like one of those moves where it's like if you can't do it in like one point five seconds, you don't do it. You don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> like you know even when you're walking between double doors and shit like i even have this like quick little moment of like made it <laughs> you know what i'm saying like let alone fucking crawling through a goddamn elevator just sticking your head out you know just oh my god and then uh 
I liked it when it had came down and then it stopped. She's like just millimeters from the ground. She's like, let me in, let me in. And all of a sudden, these guys who are opening up the doors and putting her in just can't do it no more. They're like, I can't get you in. No, they're yelling out, push her out while she's saying, pull me in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's trying to go in and they're trying to push her out. And the fucking elevator just goes up and presumably decapitates this bitch's oh, head. Oh, my God. Ugh. It was cool, man. Like I said, like I, I like it in terms of entertainment but as po- as it being like faithful to the actual story yeah because how familiar are you with the actual lore of resident evil not 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 very like i have no idea what umbrella uh who even invented the umbrella so umbrella corporation i'm kind of bullshitting now is uh pretty much what i assume is like um i don't know fucking unilever bro I don't know if you know what that company is. My dad works for it. But this, those guys, they make, like, Axe Body Spray. They make lotion. They make mm. butter. All kinds of stuff. They're, see, their name is on all kinds of shit that you don't know about. That's pretty much what Umbrella Corp is. Mm. Except they're in pharmaceuticals, too, I think. But anyways, so, like, um, the whole plot of the first game is there's a mansion. This guy, he lives there. I think his name is, like, Ashford or some shit. And uh, he's trying to find a cure for one of his kids because his kids are sick. So he builds this lab under his mansion. And uh, he's trying to find a cure for his kid. That's how he comes up with the T-virus. So obviously there's some kind of outbreak. We don't know how it happens. I mean, we probably do, but I don't know that much of the fucking lore. And that's the whole point is the the STARS team comes in. They're trying to fight the zombies to get the antivirus. They got to fight, you know, this dude Ashford. He's like the central villain. Hmm. And um, with the Resident Evil games, spoiler alert, at the end of every game, you fight something called a tyrant. The giant nemesis-looking motherfucker, right? Yeah. And that is always the central guy they're fighting. In the first game, it was the guy who ran the mansion. Maybe it was the head scientist. Maybe it was whatever. Yeah. In this movie, the main villain is the Red Queen. Yeah doesn't feel like it holds the same weight as what could have been with that other story. Yeah, with the tyrant. Because at the end, they do fight a tyrant, but it's kind of just there to be there. Yeah. Like, it's a regular-ass fucking liquor that evolved because the movie said it can. Yeah. That's not, like, game logic, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, like, that was just something I was thinking of. Like, I didn't like that the main villain was the Red Queen and that they didn't have, like, a central, like, actual person that they were going against. They are just going against the smart house. Pretty much, exactly. Yeah. Um, but like you said earlier, Michelle Rodriguez is in this motherfucker. Dude. A young, fine Michelle Rodriguez. Yes. Yes. That is my celebrity <clears throat> wife or crush, I guess you would say. Uh, fell in love with her in Fast and Furious, even though I saw her first. Oh, did I say her first in Fast and Furious or Resident Evil? That's what I'm checking. Yeah, when the first Fast and Furious come out? That had to be like 2003. Wasn't she in some movie called The Girl Fight too? I don't know if you saw that. No, 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 I didn't see that. So it's looking like... Can't find it. Every time I type in one of these fucking movies, the entire film series pops up because there's nine of these and there's like seven Resident Evils. <laughs> so this is very frustrating. 
2001. So this was Fast and the Furious was first. First. So I, I fell in love with her in Fast and Furious. And then I was crushed when she died in Resident Evil. Hmm. She was a badass in Resident Evil, though, bro. She, she was a badass in any movie she plays. Any movie. Fast and Furious, she was a complete badass. Work on cars. A thief. Can drive. What woman do you know that can drive like that? <laughs> I was about to say, there's quite a few of them, man. I don't know if you yeah. realize this. Yeah. Like, surprise, guys. Calvin came out of a time machine in the 20s. Women couldn't drive. Women can't drive. I've seen it. I used to work at Panda Express. I had to make sure I was either the first one gone or the last one, because Asians can't drive either. That's the safest bet. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Michelle Rodriguez, man, one of the one of my hugest crush crushes. You know, I'll give it to her and uh, the main actress in this movie is Mila Jovovich, the lead. Uh, have you seen other shit she was in? Like The Fifth Element, fucking, um, I think she was in Zoolander. I have seen both of those movies, but she doesn't really... When I picture her, I picture Resident Evil. Like, that's just her... That's her thing. That's her thing, is the Resident Evil badass bitch that's, I don't know, contaminated or a robot or what she is, but... She's fucking badass in Resident Evil. Yeah. Well, that's another problem with that that I have with this movie is so this movie kind of goes out of their way to be different from the games by not including the Jill Valentine. There's no Chris Redfield, no Claire Redfield. Those are characters from the video game, the main ones. And they kind of create their own little universe. Now maybe this happens, you know, before that, after that, I'm not sure. Yeah. But they really go out of their way to make sure, like, this is not that person. And, like I said, it'd be cool if they didn't, like... Because in this movie, she's just a regular person. Yeah. Like a Navy SEAL. Just woke up, uh, minds wiped clean, can't remember shit, and then starts uh, unlocking memories, I guess, and unlocking skill sets is what I've seen. Like, she just turned into, like, a... a no, uh, what did I be like? Kickboxer? And she's just kicking the zombies right in their neck, breaking their necks, killing them. Well, yeah, if you think about it, that's fucking all these movies, bro. Not all these movies, but everybody in this movie is essentially a Navy SEAL. Yeah, okay. Like, anybody picks up a gun, they're hitting everything. Nobody's missing. Nobody's nervous with the weapon. Nobody, everybody's momentarily shocked that they're zombies, but they quickly get over it and just fucking start laying them down. Yeah. And I feel like that was a disservice to the survival horror aspect of the game at the time. Because I think that... So once the reveal is that they're zombies, right? This is after they shut down the Red Queen. Yeah. Um, I feel like there should have been a bigger sense of dread. Like, um, it should have been almost like this Hellraiser-esque feeling. Like, you should have been feeling like you're stumbling into hell. Yeah. That's what that reveal should have been like. Yeah. And maybe they did pay that homage for like two seconds, like when the guy's walking with the axe and you get this reveal that everybody's all fucked up and stuff, all these, mm -hmm. you know, dead bodies. But then it quickly just turns into uh, Starship Troopers. You ever seen that? No. <laughs> Starship Troopers is this movie where these guys are fighting giant bugs in outer space. Love it. Huh. But the big, the big, big quote in that one is kill them, kill them all. And they all just start laying into these fucking giant bugs. Except in this movie, they're laying into zombies. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's the tagline from Starship Troopers, but that's what I heard pretty much like about three seconds after we see their zombies. They kill them. Kill them all. And then they can't. They don't, they don't understand how. Well, no, before that, they all have unlimited ammo pretty much. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're just... They never had to reload their guns. Gee, I literally watched them bust down like a hundred rounds in their gun and never not once reload. To anybody who's ever gone to a shooting range, you could take about ten magazines worth of fucking bullets for a gun and it'll last you about ten minutes. Yeah. That's taking your time. Yes. And all these people were just letting their fucking guns go for about about five minutes. Yeah. But just consecutively never once like reload? dropping the clip. Yeah. <laughs> never reloading. Nothing. Never, there's no spare ammo. I don't even think I saw them having spare ammo clips around their bodies or anything. You would think they had a camel with fucking, like, nine sacks of fucking just magazines ready to go. Just filled to the top. Just, <laughs> just some guy with a trench coat that's completely naked with just, like, magazine clips just dangling the, the inside Neo, of his thing. Neo just entered in and fucking... Pretty much, bro. But, yeah, I, I was watching that, too, and I was like, are they ever going to reload? Like... Like, even even the pistol, you've shot 36 shots out of a pistol right now. Like, this isn't Call of Duty. You don't got an 80-round drum on it. Like, right. Fuck. Uh, yeah, but that's just one of the goofier things I didn't really care for. I felt like they weren't really afraid of the zombies yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, they weren't really afraid of the zombies. Um, I'm thinking about the other ones now, like the Resident 2 through 7. And uh, just how the progression of the zombies had went, mutations of them. And Talking about, like, Uroboros and all that shit, Las Plagas. Yeah. Like, I think those are the same things, but I just feel like saying Las Plagas. Las Plagas. <laughs> like how the tentacles open up on the face and shit. That's even in the future Resident Evil movies. But, um, well, I mean, in the later films, uh, fucking, the main character's name is Alice. She turns into a superhuman, basically. Yeah. And we don't... I think that's more of when I started to really enjoy these movies. Kind of when they finally went like, oh, she's a god. Yeah. As opposed to in this movie, she's just a regular person with plot armor. Like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. She was still a little badass in this movie. She oh, she was. But like, kicks. it didn't make sense why she was so cold. Yeah. And she can't remember shit anyway. Yeah, or, like, because uh, there's that scene where she has to fight, like, seven zombie Rottweiler dogs. Mm-hmm. Doesn't miss a shot. Headshot on all of them. Doesn't miss a shot. Dome pieces them all. And then does, like, this running kick off a wall, and she kicks a fucking dog in the head. Yeah, and he goes right through the glass. Did you know that that move was copied in real life in a UFC fight? Yeah, I've seen that the clip. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I think about when I saw that the first time. I thought Fire. about that. I was like, oh, shit, you learned that from Alice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and also, um, are you familiar with the Alice in Wonderland story? Mm-hmm. I guess that's what this was a lot in reference to, was her name is Alice. She fought the Red Queen. Mm. She went into the hole. Nah, I don't like that. I don't either. But that's what they did. <laughs> that's what happened. I like that. <laughs> Alice, the Red Queen. It does make sense. I never really put those. I never really put those two together. But I mean, that's like where it ends. Yeah. Yeah. And who who was it? It was just her and her husband that survived, right? 
Nah, that wasn't even her husband, bro. That was uh so that was a whole other like side plot that I thought was stupid. That's another thing. They tried to do this like 0070 type story on the side. Cuz mm. remember like um mm. there was like a reporter his sister broke into the lab. She was in there before him. Yeah. She got turned. Her contact was Alice, so it turns out Alice was like trying to expose the Umbrella Corporation. And there's this like when I think of this movie, the flashback that Alice has where he's talking or she's talking to his sister and she's like, it's just word for word, surveillance cameras, video or surveillance, video cameras, the works. Huh. You remember that part? It's like a black and white flashback and they're in the woods or some shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That part is forever etched in my, into my mind. Like as their attempt to be like this 0070 spy type shit. Yeah. And it's just, it just seems goofy. Yeah. <laughs> like you got all this like material you could have worked with and you're going with that surveillance the works the works <laughs> and like that just sticks with me like whenever I think of this film like oh yeah that's the one where they try to do like the spy shit that never really pans out they're the worst spies ever how yeah how do you get caught how do you work in a place and you're a brilliant person and you get caught she got caught, dude. I would assume that's why her brain got erased. Like they, no, she her brain got erased because. Uh, so whenever the virus uh, breaks out, the the Red Queen does all these like um, self containment measures. That's why she like gases everybody, all the employees. She kills everybody on the elevator, mm-hmm. drowns the motherfuckers in the lab, and uh, she releases gas in the mansion, and that's what knocks out fucking Alice and stuff. Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember them talking about that. Yeah, but so like you said, her brother's that girl's brother that was the spy. This is confusing as shit even for me to like recant. Yeah, <laughs> they're the ones who make it out at the end. And also, there's this villain who's in the movie. Also, uh, he's like Alice's fake husband, who is also because that's what Alice and her that guy were doing. They were guards or some shit. Yeah, living in the mansion. Which they don't really explain that the mansion looked empty, so were they just like with a bed, just banging right. and guarding the place? Yeah, yeah. just like this exclusively <laughs> just banging, bro, and ordering takeout, DoorDash deliveries <laughs> while your ass smashing. <laughs> Pretty much, dude. I think that was like their whole job. Which is that that I, that was never explained to me in spy school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> gotta bang at least four times a day. Yeah, but it ends up being that that guy's the one who let the virus out. Mm, he was Her. the one that was stealing it. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy who broke the fucking vial at the beginning. Like a douchebag. Because then he flips game on him in the middle of the fucking movie. And uh, he gets eaten by the liquor. That's what that thing is with the big ass tongue. With the liquor. The liquor. The liquor. The liquor. <laughs> it's just. A, I thought it would have a more. Uh... Dominant name? More intimidating name? Intimidating name, yeah. I mean, it had a giant-ass tongue. What else would you want to call it? The liquor. The tonger. The tonger. I'm going to tongue you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but so that guy was evil. He got he got scratched by the, the, the liquor. He got scratched by that thing, right? Well, yeah, and that's why he had to get to the antivirus. What do they call it? The G-virus. G-virus. G-fuel. So what do you think of the zombies in this movie? 
Resident Evil zombies, I feel, are the best zombies. If an apocalypse was ever to happen, the Resident Evil zombies would be the worst case scenario. Those zombies are fucking, they like, they can run, or they end up running as things progress, but they can run, they're smart, they can still like, kind of use their brains a little bit, and they're like, um, you know, just destined to feed. And that's like one of your most, uh, what's, what's the other word I'm looking for here? I need to really get a dictionary. Primal? Yeah. Yeah, like, these are very primal. Um, I think the Walking Dead zombies are... Walking Dead zombies are the worst. Resident Evil zombies are the best. They're, they'd be the worst ones I'd want to go up against. I don't know, man. I think I'd take the Dawn of the Dead ones as, like, the shittiest ones. The ones from that movie with the mall. Oh, yeah. Those motherfuckers, bro, were all, like, Usain Bolts. Yeah, okay, that's the one with the Chinese little... Chinese one that was taken off, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was... Yeah, Okay. Or even the fucking, what's that video game called? Um, Left 4 Dead? Yeah, Left 4 Dead, yeah. World War Z, bro, those motherfuckers look like ants. Yeah. There's a lot of shitty zombies out there, bro. How many of them do you see with dogs, though? True that. Well, what sets Resident Evil apart? I don't think they're necessarily smarter, but Resident Evil, their universe has bioweapons. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. The hunters, the lickers, the fucking... Giant shark zombies, anaconda zombies, bro. Yeah. All this shit is in the video games, man. And it'd be terrifying. Animals could turn into zombies. It'd be the worst. It'd be the it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't like Resident Evil zombies if anything was real. If anything, I would take Walking Dead zombies. But well, walk- yeah, because in Walking Dead, man, after like six months, we'd all advance to fucking you know samurais. Yeah, fucking the Walking Dead zombies are just uh, so. I would love to have an. A zombie apocalypse and it's the walking dead zombies it's like let me just turn my head so you can show the knife like, into it i'm just gonna walk this way walk around you bud and they're just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that how familiar how familiar are you with like uh the original night of the living dead movie and shit not at all so, the guy who wrote that, his name is George Romero, and uh, he made this, like, trilogy, he's made a fuck ton of zombie movies, but he's got this trilogy that's considered, like, the pinnacle of zombie movies. Night of the Living Dead, the original Dawn of the Dead from the 70s, and then this other movie called uh, Day of the Dead, which is about, like, zombies going to, like, an army bunker or some shit. Oh, shit. And um, they approached him about writing this fucking movie first. Because clearly, yeah, fucking Resident Evil, bro. Like, the games are based off his movies and shit. He came up with the concept of, like, um, the zombies come out of the graves and they want human flesh. He's the first one to, like, make that up. Before that, the definition of zombie was a puppet. To be voodoo, to be controlled. Hmm. So he's the one who was like, what if they want to eat you and the only way you could kill them is shoot them in the head? That's his fucking thing. Okay. So they approached him to write a script, and for some reason, they didn't want to do it. Hmm. And I've looked at what his script was, and it didn't look bad. I think it was going to be like um, 
there was like a guy who worked at a ranch like down the road from the actual mansion and a lot more of the shit was going to take place in the mansion and like some guys rancher some ranchers dogs were going to get attacked and that would draw him to the mansion oh that would have been dope yeah that would have been dope but that never happened so instead we got the guy who made mortal kombat who made this movie which mind you i'm talking shit but i actually i was entertained by this yeah so with that segue what would you rate this movie scale of 1 to 6 inches <sighs> man you know Man, look. How I would rate the movie now, present day. I would I would have to I mean it seems low. But I you know, I would have to say about a three. Three inches. I'd say about three inches. It's a respectable three inches. Yeah, that's a respect I mean I like the movie. I like you know, they got seven seasons. They're successful with it. In two thousand two if you would have asked me that same question after I watched it. It's a nine. It's a fucking nine. It's, it's throbbing big, nine. It's bigger than the taco. But now as I'm older and it's a little older and it's like a three. It's kind of like, mm, eh, eh. Uh, With that being said, man, I'm going a two just because I like other movies in this franchise a lot more. Yeah. Okay. Like, if I'm, like, ranking it in its own fucking franchise, it's not one of my favorites. Yeah. Because, like I said, I prefer when the movie, like, full-on embraces that it's just some whole other shit. Yeah, she's fucking super superhuman running around, running off walls. With she's got Uzis. clones, bro. She's yeah. fighting fucking... <laughs> she's riding dragons and shit. Like, let's just go, bro. You're gonna fucking be Resident Evil, but you're just gonna do fan fiction? Mm. Fucking come in. Yeah. Yeah. You want to put me in domes and shit? Alternate realities? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. By the way, that's that's what's in store for other videos. What uh, what Resident Evil did you like the best out of their eight that they have? Oh, see, that's... Uh, that's <laughs> I like, like, the shittiest one. The one that nobody likes. I think it's... Uh, I think it's called Rebirth, maybe. Mm-hmm. The one, like I said, where they're in the domes and they bring in all the fucking characters, bro. They got blonde Jill Valentine playing the evil person. Michelle Rodriguez comes back to life. There's this fucking two-on-one fight between superhuman Alice and then Michelle Rodriguez and evil Jill Valentine. Yeah, I remember that. Fucking beautiful. I remember that. That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Hell yeah. Which one do you like the best? Um, You know, I'm going to go with... I like the first one the best, the one I gave a three to. Ah, says uh, a lot. I like that one the best because uh, Michelle Rodriguez is still a good person. I think that if I was to like say which is my favorite one to be the most faithful to the game, I'd probably say the second one. Yeah. Because ne- the, the third game is my favorite. Nemesis, bro. Fucking Nemesis, mm-hmm. dog. Yeah. <laughs> They got a giant motherfucker with massive boots and a rocket launcher. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the game, the games are so scary, dog. Like I'm just, I'm just remembering. Like I'm in my headset, and you just hear. <clears throat> I got those fucking zombie like sound effects like 
fucking burned into my brain, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's like, oh. Yeah. That deep low one always got me because that one was one that, like, they're close. Like, he's around that corner in that door right there. That's where he is. Or the one that's like a... Yeah. <laughs> Something just vomiting on fucking the mic, bro. <laughs> Resident Evil for the dub, bro. We love Resident Evil here, man. I love the Resident Evil movies. Yeah. I like them all, but I'm just like, as a critic, you know, I feel like I'm comfortable calling myself a critic at this point. Yeah. Those are just my problems, you know? Oh, yeah. I got a question for you, bud. So if a if a, a zombie apocalypse was to happen, let's even just say it was Resident Evil style. Where would be your number one place? Where would you go? What what? Tell me, take me through your day. You hear the alarms go off. You wake up. Newsfeed on the phone. Zombie apocalypse. What do you do? Hmm. Uh, step one is you gather up all the people you want closest to you immediately. Step two is you probably won't be able to hit grocery stores and stuff because those are just going to be shit out. Everyone's going to go to grocery stores. I think that's going to be, like, the worst place to go. Yeah. So, my thought would be to try to fucking hit warehouses. Mm. Like, frozen warehouses and shit. Okay. Because the only ones going there are probably going to be the workers. They're going to have the sense to go. Yeah. Like, wholesales or some shit. Yeah, I used to work at a, a sausage plant, Smithfield. So shit, man, that might be the fucking move is just to go into those with a big ass group of people, fortify it up, and just hold the fort down in one of those places. You don't got a uh, anybody that you would uh, some off the radar shit. Yeah, like someone that's like uh, doomsday or something. No, no, <laughs> nah, dude. Well, Do you? Well, yes. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, my first step is you're right. I'd wake up, see the alert, gather all everybody I want close. Uh, the second step, I like the warehouse idea. That's smart. Um, probably go there and gather up food. But my doomsdayer, the, my hidden closet is my uncle Bob, who is uh, sixty-seven years old, give or take, and. Uh, He's a gun collector. He's a hunter. So he's been hunting for like 40 years. So he has so much. He has possibly any gun that you can legally own as a civilian. He has. And he has fucking ammo out the wazoo. Uh, so I'd probably grab him, fill the car up with guns, ammo. And uh, I've always thought, since I never thought about the plants, I've always was like, I'd go to like Cabela's. Somewhere where they sell guns and sell weapons, a uh, sports academy, and just kind of hold it down, and just have as long as you can with your ammo and guns. Mm -hmm. Resident Evil. If it's Resident Evil zombies, honestly, I'm not seeing a uh, a survival percentage. You know, like everybody's gonna die eventually. Mm -hmm. Now it's like Walking Dead. We'll have our own cities built up, <clears throat> and we'll have all the zombies on their beaches, just trying to get in still. Yeah, yeah. I think that, um, have you ever, I was listening to some podcast one time, or I might have just read some article about if zombies ever were really a thing, right? And, like, corpses were to reanimate. The freshest corpses would be able to run. 
but they would burn out quickly. Like the body would still be deteriorating, deteriorating. So mm-hmm. like say after like a couple of days or maybe a couple of weeks, the muscles would be shit. They'd be laying on the floor just fucking planking. Because let's face it, bro, a skeleton can't run after you. Yeah. There's no muscle tissue. There's nothing for it to fucking be standing up on. Yeah. So really, you would just have to outlast those first, like... Fresh ones. Yeah. First freshies. But the only way that would fuck you is if it was actually um, bioweapons. If it was a, a sickness as opposed to, like, magic. Magic, yeah. Like the coronavirus, if that was actually a zombie... Yeah. Or like 28 days later. Now those would oh. be pretty fucked up. Yo, those were like the, the vampire zombies, right? No, those were the virus zombies. They just uh, want to pass on the sickness. So they don't actually eat you, but they beat you to death and like spit blood into your face. Fuck. What was I... You said that was 28 days later, right? Yeah, you're thinking of uh, 30 days of night. 30 days of night. And they're like zombie... Those are just vampires. Those are vampires in Alaska, bro. Oh fuck! Yeah, that was a scary movie. That one, uh, that one scared me a little bit. Speaking of Alaska, bro. So what's like your, like, if you were gonna get eaten by like any animal, what would you want to be eaten by? Who eaten by any animal? Any animal at all? Yeah, within reason. Like dinosaur. Sure. Dude, I'd want to be eaten by a dinosaur. What kind of dinosaur? Probably, um, I just went to the World's a Fun Thing, so I got to see at least 60 different dinosaurs. <laughs> You're like, I'm kind of an expert now. So, uh, the Philosopher's Rap, no, <laughs> just not <laughs> using the scientific name. Um, you know, if I had to go, okay, if pain wasn't a factor, uh-huh. I would want to be eaten by, you know, like the little dinosaurs. That they came in, like, the second one, you know? Like, the little little ones be eaten mm-hmm. by them. The little fucking copy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but if pain was a factor, and I got to feel the pain, give me the T-Rex, rip my body in half, and just let me be done. That'd be so scary, though. Yeah, it'd be fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want to be eaten by a T-Rex, bro? <laughs> I want to see a T-Rex. I don't, I don't know. It's a dinosaur. Oh, thing. just imagine that, bro. Like, its head is the size of, like, a small car, and it's just, like... Whoa. I want to be chased by a T-Rex. Chase, bro. You'd get like 10 feet. Yeah. They run like, I think, 30 miles an hour. That'd be cool to see. I'd love to watch you get eaten by a T-Rex. Oh, I want to arm wrestle one? I feel like I could win in an arm wrestling competition against a T-Rex. For sure. I really want to see what they like really looked like. Yeah, I don't think that they... Had those little arms. I just don't see that being Well, there. no, that could be true, but what I'm saying is that you know that in Jurassic Park, that's not really what they look like at all, right? No, that's exactly what they look like. What do you mean? They have scientists digging up their bones and putting it on the computer and slapping it. And well, it I mean, you get that in Jurassic Park. The way they made them was <laughs> they uh, made them hybrids with frog DNA, so that's why they have, like, frog skin texture. Mm, you're right. Yeah. What the fuck? So dinosaurs are actually, I think the word even means like our velociraptor or some, there's some quote in there that something means birds of prey. So they think that dinosaurs were closer related to actually birds than fucking lizards. So they might've had, they might've looked like giant fucking birds actually instead of, uh, 
what the movie made them look like lizards. Now the T Rex thing would be fucking terrifying. Imagine with like big fucking yellow and orange feathers, bro, yeah. just chasing you. Jesus Christ! No, thank you. I'd be getting eaten by a kitten. I was gonna say some type of lion, a lion? or big cat, because those little. Uh, from what I've seen in videos, they attack the back of the neck first. They snap your fucking spinal cord. Go to sleep. That's like their kill move. They're not going to fucking just like do like a bear and just eat you like asshole first. Right. It's a, a lion. Okay. <clears throat> Have you seen that uh, on Facebook, that bear attack? Or I've seen a lot of bear attacks. That's one of my second hobbies is just watching animal attacks. Okay. Yeah, I think it was in... Uh... I can't remember where it was, but it was a 400-pound black bear that had killed, like, maybe 8, 10 people near a village. And uh, they went and they gathered the village up to kill this bear. And, I mean, the thing was, like, like a Bigfoot-looking thing. And I uh, saw that, that damage, did some damage to the... So they released pictures of somebody, and, I mean, it was just, like, their whole rib cage was just bitten out and... Fuck. I'm going to uh, Colorado here soon, and I'm very concerned about bears. I saw a bear when I went to Colorado up there. Fuck that. That was a brown bear. We were walking down a trail by the uh, Colorado Springs, I think. And we were walking. It was my wife. She was pregnant. And uh, I want to say my daughter was in a stroller pushing her. And my friend Mike Abbott. Excuse me. We went up there, and we were walking down the trail, and we just happened to look. Brown bear walked maybe 100 yards in front of us, walked right across, and we just turned right around and walked back. We were, like, maybe a mile and a half away from, like, our car. And it wasn't, like, a whole bunch of people walking with us. It was kind of just us. Bear walks around. We're like, yeah, well, let's go. <laughs> this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, not enough sightseeing. See, I almost refused to get out of my fucking car once I crossed the state line, bro. <laughs> we could just drive up this, right? It says walking trail. Yeah, but it doesn't say we can't drive. We can just stare at the trail, okay? Yeah, just imagine. Just imagine where look, it goes. Look, I'm going to get out of the car and pretend I'm holding up the mountain. You're going to take the picture, and then I'm going to get back in the car, okay? <laughs> Hell yeah. We're just gonna, I'm gonna take a picture of you through the window pointing at the fucking mountain, bro. Fuck. <laughs> I'm genuinely concerned about it, bro. And you just didn't help at all with your trail story. Uh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I, I, that was only one trail. I walked up I walked up two trails. Didn't see anyone on the second trail. I think I'm going to some place called uh Colorado Springs. Be very afraid, sir. You're lying. Dude, they're the most bear attacks. I'm lying, bro. I saw. It I know you're lying. <laughs> he was like, "What?" Most most bear attacks are up there in Colorado Springs. Watch this. Where do most of the bear attacks happen in Colorado? Colorado Springs. Colorado bear attacks. Colorado Springs says so right here in my phone. That's science. Science. Actually, it says Le Larmier County. Stay away from Lemire County, people. Lemire, I'm probably saying that wrong, but it had 104 encounters this this year. You'll be fine, dude. Oh, I, yeah. I went to Boulder, which was like a college town I didn't know about. And uh, so when I go out of town, I like to like uh, be that obvious guy that's not from there. You're the tourist. 
Yeah, I'm the tourist. So when I went to Colorado, I went up there and uh, we were next to the Colorado University, or not Colorado University, uh, Boulder University, BU. And I walked into a thing and I bought all BU stuff. I look like a straight college campus student that <clears throat> BU is the biggest fan. I had the pants, I had the sweater, I had the hat. And I didn't know that that day there was a rival game against Colorado State. So I'm walking down the street. I'm cool, you know, just left the head shop, and all I hear is, BU sucks! And I'm like, <laughs> what? And another guy goes, why, fuck you! Well, I guess BU beat that Colorado State, and people were pissed. And I'm just repping BU like the biggest fan, and people are letting me have it. I just love, bro, that you just, like, sign up like a NASCAR driver when you go somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just start repping harder than anybody. Just, I, yeah, so hard, man. When I went out, in, uh, except for when I went to California. Uh, when I was out in California, I was strictly in Chiefs gear, everything. Chief hat, Chief shirt, the red and yellow pants. And people called me crazy because I walked around San Francisco in all my chief stuff. I walked around Oakland for four hours in all my chief stuff. And I, I don't want to say I explored like a lot of Oakland because I was I didn't really know. And I'm on a, a BART train that comes and goes. So I didn't want to get lost from that. But I'd probably say I went about at least in like a little two-mile radius. Nothing but chief's gear. And I tell people this story and they're like, anybody fucking fuck with you? I'm like, no. No, I didn't have no problems. No one even was like, Chief suck. I didn't hear none of that. Uh, but that was probably the only time. But anytime I do like to go out, I like to just become the biggest fan of whatever is is nearby. <laughs> and BU that day just happened to be a horrible choice. I got so many fuck yous and so many uh, BU sucks. And do you remember what the colors were? It was gold. <laughs> I know it was gold. <laughs> And uh, I want to say black. It was like black and gold were the colors. That's awesome. And I was just walking around straight, just BU hoodie, BU hat with the bear, or not the bear. It was, uh, so it wasn't like modest colors either. You stuck out. Yeah, I stuck out like a sore thumb. Glorious. And then I have, and then I like running with stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm really bad with this, actually. I guess it's called lying. Um, but uh, they'll be like, oh, you go to BU? I'm like, yeah, I just transferred from KU, actually. They're like, what are you studying? And I'm like, just the basics. They're like, oh, well, you should definitely come by and uh, come by the dorm, hang out, you know, and come check out these classes or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, and I'll just bullshit with them the whole time. Um, I would call that a gift. A gift, yeah. It's called improv, sir. Well done. The uh, Sometimes it gets me <clears throat> in trouble. We went to Science City out here. Mm-hmm. And um, I was dressed up real nice. And I had like a, a cross chain on. And uh, the guy at the place that takes the tickets was like, are you a priest? Yes. My child. Yes, I am. Young man. How can I help you today? You seem struggled. And uh, I'm bullshit with him. He goes, uh, what's your church? I was like, uh, Queen of the Holy Rosary, which I lived by when I was real little. Lived right across the street. I'm like, uh, Queen of the Holy Rosary. He was like, Christian or Catholic? And I was like, uh, Oath. Um, we're the one with the rosary. Uh, I gotta go. Once they, once they start asking me too many questions that I don't know, it's just like, hey, it's nice talking to you, but kind of freaking me out now. I'm gonna leave. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, my girl was irate. She <clears throat> was pissed that I made this guy believe that I was a priest of Queen of the Holy Rosary. And all the I blessed him. I said, have a blessed day, you know. As-salamu alaykum. <laughs> and <laughs> left. And she was pissed that day and told me I was going to go to hell at least three times. Shit, bro. I have the same ability. Uh, I The way I use mine, though, is like um, I got called one time by a job recruiter while I was leaving my actual job. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this guy walking with me. Kind of like what I did with you when I put it on speaker. I was like, let's see how this goes. So I put the phone on speaker, and the guy's like, hey. I'm calling on behalf of such and such website. I've seen you put your name into the hat for these applications or whatnot. And I was like, why not? Sure. And then he was like, so uh, what type of, uh, what shift are you looking for currently? And I was like, uh, you know, something I could do shadow play in. <laughs> word for word. Yeah. Night shift. Okay. Uh, yeah, we got some third shift opportunities. And uh, what, what kind of work are you looking for specifically? And I was just like, do you have anything I could do with knives? And that's it. And then the guy hung up the phone. <laughs> and uh, just goofy shit like that, man. Just fucking running with anything. Yeah. What if he was like, yeah, I got something perfect. Nice shift. Knife sharpener is just what we needed. We got kitchens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You got to have fun, though, man. Yeah, you got to. You got to. You believe in any fucking uh, cryptids, bro? Yeah, yeah. There was one. I, there was one. Uh, what was it? It was like a human uh, pig, or not a pig, but it. it you, you watch Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. It looked like a Majin Buu. No shit. Yeah, it was pink. It was fat. It had a human face. And it had, like, these little hands and feet. And it came from some third world Chinese country. And I was like, that's fucking real. The fuck is that? I don't know. And you said it's got a pig? It's like a pig texture? Yeah, it's like a... It's such, like, pink skin. I wouldn't really say, like, a a pig's texture because it looked like our skin. Uh Uh-huh. But it was just... A bright pink. It had like a bubbly kind of human face. And yeah, it was it was it was one of the weirdest shit I've ever seen. It was alive. It was an a, an actual video of this thing. Where the hell did you see this at? Was Facebook. It on, just Facebook. Yeah. I want to look this up now. Let me see. Let's see. Let's see. Quick intermission. <laughs> you said some Asian country. Yeah, it was just something weird. So, pink cryptid. I thought you were going to say Bigfoot or some shit, man. Nah, man, everybody believes in those. I like uh, I like this weird stuff that I'm finding. I like the fish that can walk. The fish that can walk? Yeah. You like hmm. the fish that had feet? You haven't seen that one? It's like a piranha-looking thing. It's got feet, and it can go on land and in water. You're on a whole nother level of cryptids than I am, my friend. <laughs> oh, man. Pink. Uh, real Asian cryptid pig cow thing. That's what I'm going to put. That was disgusting. They just showed a whole bunch of slaughtered pigs. 
I thought you were talking about a Camara for a second. <clears throat> a who? That thing that uh, Alex Jones is always talking about, human-pig hybrids. Mm. Which sounds terrifying. Yeah. Think about, think, just, just really think about that. Okay? If you uh, was to dispose of a body, everybody knows you take them to a pig farm. Because a pig farm will literally eat everything. Mm-hmm. Except for the teeth. Now just think about some pig cryptid thing walking around. Kills you. Eats you. It'll never be caught. Ever. It wouldn't have to take you nowhere. It could just devour you behind a dumpster, behind your local high V, and you're donezo. Imagine the sound. <laughs> oh, God, dude. That fucked me up just hearing it in the headphones. I'm not finding it, man. Uh, I, I want to search, too, but I just know that my... I'm just going to go to Google. Google's where it's at. Where was you at? Facebook? Or uh, Google? Google. Pink cryptid fat pig looking. It's going to show a picture of me. I like your description that it just looks like Majin Buu. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like Majin Buu. It's just like a, a short... And this thing's being weird. It's not even letting me... Okay, here we go. I think I'm spelling cryptid wrong. How are you spelling it? C-R-Y-P-T-E-D. I-D. Okay, here it is. Boom. Maybe it wasn't like a... Yeah, like this thing. What the fuck? It looks like bubblegum, and it looks just like Majin Buu. Yeah. <laughs> Goat gives birth to furless half pig. Wow. Just think about that thing is alive. Like it's a goat gave birth to this furless half pig. Okay, I got it pulled up. So, mutant devil. I'm gonna definitely like pull this up, and there's gonna be like a little picture of the corner as we're like looking at this shit. (laughs) Holy fuck, that's creepy. Yeah, that's a weird looking thing. That definitely looks like me, bro, trying to go to sleep, though. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, in all my glory. Now, what kind of sound do you think that makes? Uh, Probably the pig noise you just fucking made. I wanted you to try it. (laughs) I can't even, like, get my vocal cords to do that without, like, severely damaging them, I fear. I'm thinking that thing walks around like... That's how it does that. Let's think about you sleeping at night. That's just by your window. Mm-hmm. And then you look out and you see fucking Majin Buu. Oh, man. Just trying to, like, absorb you or some shit. Yeah. It's just <laughs> right at the window. Terrifying. What about you? What, cryptids? Yeah. Hmm. The ones that get me, I don't know if I believe in them, are, like, the fucking, um, the brujos and shit. The witches. Oh, Okay. Those, like, witch videos from, like, South America and stuff of, like, hunchback fucking ladies with long hair. Yeah. I saw, um, I saw a thing on one of my, uh, watching, uh, Ghost Adventures. hmm They had caught one of these witches flying. That, too. Above. It was pretty, uh... Looks like they're on a broom or some shit. Yeah. No, no, actually, this one was just kind of, like, uh, f- like a floating. I don't even think it had a... It might have had a broom. I don't know. But, or like skinwalkers? Mm hmm. 
Skinwalkers kind of terrify me, and I think those are legit real. Wait, so there's different skinwalkers. Are you talking about ones that could turn into people or werewolves? Um, I'm talking about the ones that can turn into people, that can turn into uh, animals, that can, uh, like, skinwalker ranch. I'm familiar with that, yeah. Yeah. like that, That's tight. That shit is terrifying. I would like to go there. No. To be honest, I would. I would, I would like to... Maybe not stay the night, but maybe go... Have you heard about all the shit that's there? No. So they got a werewolf. They got a Bigfoot. They got a dogman. They got portals. They got more UFOs than anywhere in the world. They got alternate realities. They got everything. Definitely gotta go now. Yeah. You know, like... There's actually, like, a private company that's there that, like, a billionaire pays for just to investigate, like, paranormal shit. Yep, I saw that on TV. Yeah. And they fucking just set up cameras all around. They got their little go-karts that they hop into every time something gets triggered. And a haunted house to top it off, I think. Yeah. Fuck, man. Ghosts. Fuck all that, bro. I was watching, um... So, yeah, I was watching uh, the Ghost Adventures. This is fucking funny. They go to Skinwalker Ranch or somewhere, I think it was Skinwalker Ranch or buy it, but they had to meet with these local Indians uh-huh. to kind of get permission to go on there and they wanted to get blessed the traditional way or whatever, right? And the lady gives them a herb. It's like, here, eat this. Well, it was like uh, whatever they used to make ayahuasca with. It's a hallucinate. Mm-hmm. So they all ate this not knowing. And, you know, think think for them that they kept it in there and, like, didn't edit it out. It was just like, fuck it, that never happened. But it shows them, like, getting high from the effects of this that they ate in their car. And he comes over, like, in the edit and is like, and we did not know that this was a drug substance that was going to make us hallucinate. And they're just, sit- they're just sitting in their car, like, tripping out, like, whoa, dude, I feel funny. Yeah, it was just hilarious. I, I, it was probably one of my favorite ones. I'm like, fuck, dude, they really do just hand out drugs. <laughs> I uh, I used to watch a lot of ghost adventures, but I forget I forget why. I think I just fell off of like regular TV in general once all the streaming sites came out. Yeah. But uh, I remember I liked them because they'd be like in the middle of a haunted house or a haunted hotel or wherever the fuck they were. And the main dude would essentially just go like, fuck you, spirits. Come at me. Yeah, exactly. Do something. <laughs> Pussy. Do something. I'm not scared of you. And then some shit would happen and they'd all run. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> and I like how he started out as like a skinny white dude. And then by like the third season, he was just cock diesel. Yeah. Fucking just roided out. Ugh, do something. Uh, have you seen his... um? Uh, what is it? His hell house? Haunted hell house? Mm-mm. So he had bought a house where um, the family before was living there got possessed by a real possession. And um, he ended up buying their house. Well, it turns out that there was like X amount of satanic rituals happening underneath. There was uh, um, sacrifices and so he stayed the night in this house, and he recorded it all, right? Did, like, an investigation. And one of his things was was he saw a seven-foot goat-headed horn demon looking at him. 
right? Or come, it was just standing in his doorway. Well, the next day, he had got a text from a psychic that he usually has come on the show. And the psychic goes, you need to get out of the house. I had a very bad dream last night, and you got hurt in it. You got attacked by a seven-foot goat-headed demon. And he described it perfectly as how he saw it. So he, like, sleeps there or whatever, gets attacked, and this demon permanently fucked up his eyesight. So now he wears glasses. He never wore glasses before, and now he wears glasses. And that was all on film? And that was, it was all on film of... I, uh, the attack wasn't, like, a, a major attack. He was just kind of like, he's like, oh, I kind of feel something. Like, I got a headache now. And then it just kind of... He, like, went to a doctor because he wasn't feeling right, and he started losing eyesight. And the doctor was like, yeah, you're, like, going blind. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I like I like stuff like that. Ghost I mean, the stories are cool, right? But my problem with all those ghost, like, investigative shows, they're incessant on putting the camera on their own goddamn face as opposed to what they're seeing. Yeah. Which makes me just think it's bullshit from mm-hmm. the get-go. And I remember there was one where they were talking about, like, sarcastically, like, why would we put the camera in front of us? Don't you want to see our reaction? It's like, no, motherfucker. No, I want to see. I can get you. I have my own reaction. I want to see what you're seeing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my whole problem with those shows. And like you said, they don't show it. Like, you just see the guy going, oh. Yeah. Like, I feel a cold spot. Like, look at the arms on my hair stand up. Yeah. My dick's a little hard. Yeah. Look at it stand up. That's my problem with those, like, ghost investigative shows. Like, I like this one called uh, Destination Truth. Yeah. With the dude Josh Gates, man. Now, yeah. that motherfucker, he would go to, like, foreign countries and, like, explore, like, lore and try to, like, hunt for, like, different cryptids and shit and see if he mm-hmm. could find them and see if there's any. Or he wouldn't even say that. He would say he would go to see if he could discover the root. Because he would go in yeah. thinking, this isn't real. You've got to prove to me that it's real, or I'm going to see and make up my own assumption for what people think this is. Yeah, yeah. I like him, too. He would, because, like, like, there's that Finding Bigfoot show. Like, those motherfuckers were, like, all in that Bigfoot was real. Mm-hmm. I don't like that aspect where you go in and, like, any little thing that definitely fits, you know, Squatch behavior. This is where he nests. You can tell by how the trees are bent. That's right. He shits out, like, in a 90-degree angle. Yeah. It, it curves. Yeah, his shits are triangle shapes. That's how you know. <laughs> he doesn't ever sit in one spot. He shits and moves. So if you got a trail of shit, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. He clinches every three steps. That's why there's a break in the path. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, I like honest, like, um, investigation, like, just be real with me. Be like, all right, I think this might be bullshit, but we're going to see what happens. Yeah. I've, I'm getting very skeptical when somebody's just, like, all in all the time. Oh, my God. Did you hear that? Maybe we have to do our own investigation. I draw the line there. <laughs> I'm not having shit follow me back home. I would be so pissed if I went to do an investigation at this castle in England, and then I come back home, and I see the bitch in my window. I would be irate. I'd be like, no, you got to go get on the first plane, 
back to England. Like, listen, my girl already gives me shit in a Spanish accent. I don't want to hear someone bitching in an English accent to, like, cap it off, you know? Right. Yeah. Jeez. That, uh, that's always been one of, one of the things that's always uh, kind of terrified me is my mom, my stepmom would always say, um, you know, be careful. Be careful who you hang around. Be careful who you bring into your house. Because it's not really, you don't know what they're going to do or how they really are. But you just don't know what they're bringing with them. All right? So let's say I was a avid ghost adventurer. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I did all these things. And you're like, hey, come to my podcast. Talk about it. And then I come here and I talk about it. And I'm attached or a ghost is attached to me. Which is now attached, going to be attached to you. The thing about when I leave, and all of a sudden your windows are just opening and closing, and you're like, "Yeah, what the fuck? I didn't, I didn't have nothing to do with this. It was this motherfucker that did that. That had always like." I never had that fear until this moment. Yeah, (laughs) like you just don't know what other people. Someone could have just did a a ritual at their house, and it was like, "Oh shit, podcast, gotta go." I always think of uh, you've seen Insidious, right? Yes. You know how there's a plot point in that movie where the guy, the main dude, he, like, uh, doesn't have his photo taken because whenever he gets, like, a Polaroid taken of him, there was, like, a woman in the background that got closer and closer to him. Yeah. yeah. So that's why they stopped taking pictures. Yeah. So I'm always, like, thinking, like, on the fucking video camera, there's going to be, like, a figure in the distance, bro, that's just getting closer and closer. Oh my god! And that's like what I think of, like when you say that, I'm like, I can just imagine somebody coming on, and there's like just something fucking behind the bookshelf, bro, just like peeking through the movies, just just like a little face, just anything, bro. And I'm always like, fuck ha- that, sir. Have you seen? Um, I don't know what's what movie this is. I don't even I don't even know if it was like a movie or like a sitcom, but um. They're in this house, and this lady has a picture of her and all these little dolls. You're thinking of Tales from the Hood. And the doll and the dolls are disappearing off of the screen? Tales from the Hood. Oh, okay. That one always got me. And, like, the little doll, as they disappear, they're coming into, like, the real world, like, chasing after a guy. Yeah. I gotta do that movie. Yeah. Yeah, Tales from the Hood. Uh-huh. Movie's fire. Yeah, it is. I remember, I remember that scene specifically. And then it ends with, like, her in their rocking chair. Like, she's the last one to, like, disappear from the portrait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo! Goosebumps right now. Look. <laughs> that one fucked me up also. Because, like you, I saw that one young as shit. Yeah. Think about that. Just fucking... Think about if you're just, like, going over a video clip and uh, you got Jason and Freddy and uh, Michael Myers back there and the Texas Chainsaw and they just look at you. That wouldn't be so bad. I'd be more scared of little dolls. Little black African dolls. Yeah. Yeah, that was terrifying. <clears throat> Speaking of, like, stories, you got any, like, good creepy pastas that you know? Mm. Or a favorite? Um, ones that have terrified me the most. Well, last night, I wouldn't say really, you know, I go to sleep to these. Uh-huh. I put on Mr. Nightmare, Creepypasta. I find me like a good four-hour one. Swim. Oh, God, that kind of freaked me out there for a <laughs> second. I was like, hold up. <laughs> I know. Woo. Okay. Um, oh, I, just, I was just kind of recanting, thinking about one. 
The one that really fucked me up. You got one? Yeah. Go ahead. So there was this one I read. Because I listen to these motherfuckers on Spotify. There's a playlist that has literally a thousand fucking creepypastas. So I put these motherfuckers on. You know, they're like, some of them are 20 minutes. Some of them are an hour and a half. But I listen to them for like a month straight while yeah. I'm working. So just 12 hours, 12 hours, 12 hours of different ones. So one I heard that stuff. So it's impressive when one sticks is what I'm saying. Yeah. And one was about this guy who was driving from, like, Pittsburgh to New York or vice versa. And you know how there's, like, a lot of wilderness up, I guess, in the northeast. Mm. So he takes some back road off a highway. It took, like, 20 minutes for them to get to the shit. It's mostly him talking about being on this road. But anyways, once he gets deep into the fucking, like, wilderness of, like, the northeast and he's on this back road, he sees that there's a car pulled off to the side. And he's like, yo, I'm in the middle of nowhere, you know. Somebody's car broke down. They're kind of fucked. So he goes to check out the car. He finds like a empty car seat. He sees like a woman's purse and the passenger seat. So he's assuming it was a family. He looks in the purse. He sees like a picture of like the family and he's like, oh man, they're lost out here. So I got to find them, you know? Uh-huh. So he starts walking through the woods and uh, I think he sees uh, a naked woman in the middle of the woods. And he's all like, Ma'am, are you okay? What not? And she turns around and she's just naked and she just starts walking towards him and she just starts saying, help me. And she's walking towards him like zombie, like arms outreached. And he's like, what the fuck? This doesn't feel right. Yeah. So he starts backing up and then he realizes as he's backing up, her, her family comes from behind trees and they're naked too. And they start walking towards him and they're saying, help me in unison. Help me. <laughs> and then from behind them about 60 more people naked walking out of the fucking trees towards him out of the tree line help me help me all in unison so he gets into his fucking car and he turns on his fucking headlights and he can see in the distance in the tree line just a giant like lovecraftian cthulhu like creature just in the fucking woods with like tentacles and shit just peeking over the tree line looking at him as all these as all these naked people are just walking towards him going help me help me and he just fucking flips a bitch drives away never tells anybody about it again yeah that's fucking intense right like if you just put yourself in that scenario and that's one of them like that's what's cool about creepy pastas it's like there's some that you can believe yeah that like aren't too out of the realm of possibility yeah so glad so this one stuck out to me uh it was a dude and his friend when they were kids they would go camping uh-huh and they would go, there was a set of railroad tracks, and they would always go down to the right. And they would walk, you know, up two, three, four, five miles, set up camp off the side. Well, they got older now. It's like 20 years later. And they're like, hey, you know, we should, you know, re kind of just revisit our childhood and, and just set out a trip, leave the wives and the family at home, and we'll go do our trip. So they're like, yeah. So they meet up at their usual forever meetup spot. But instead of going right, they're like, you know, let's go left. So they go left. They walk down. I think I think they said they walked for like four hours or something. So some people can do 10 miles. Some people can go like three miles in four hours. I don't know. But they were pretty far, and they're like, it was starting to get dark. So they're like, hey, let's set up right here. And they're like, all right, cool. So they kind of set up. They scour the area to make sure that, like, they're not setting up in somebody's backyard. So they go up this hill and they see this old 
ran down church. And they're just kind of looking at it like, oh, that's a little creepy. But, you know, we'll stay over here and make sure that we don't go over on that side of the property is what they're more worried about was trespassing. So they said that they got down and they were sitting down or something. And they said they could hear this faint singing, like choir, like little. Mm. And they're like, what the fuck? And it's like one o'clock in the morning, you know, and they're like, huh. Like, let's go, let's go check that shit out. So they pop up on the hill and they're looking at this church and they can see that the church kind of has candles lit inside. And now they're, they're growing noises now getting louder of the choirs getting louder and it sounds like more people are joining in. And they're like, this is fucking weird. Like this church is ran down. There's like, just, it's like going to crumble apart. And they said as they're watching, he's just watching it and, you know, then he could kind of hear somebody's voice booming as they're like a sermon or something. And they're like, oh, man, that's kind of weird. So they just kind of throw it off, ignore it, whatever. They think that these people are, you know, they have some religion thing going on. So he comes back and they sit down. Well, they're like laying down or something and everything stops and everything goes quiet. They're like, hmm, like, that was weird. Let's go see how many people had left or let's see how many people there was and so they said that they get back on the hill and they're looking down at this church and the doors opened and they have maybe 150 people with flashlights candles lanterns and they're now walking in a beeline straight towards them and he's like i can feel that they're just zoned right in on us and they're like fast walking. They're not like a slow, they're kind of like booking it towards these guys. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, fuck that. So they pack up their shit real quick and they start running down and they look back and it's now like 350 people walking down the railroad with lanterns. Uh, I, I don't want to say like a, a, what is that? Like a torch? But torches? Yeah, like torches, but they just got like flashlights, all types, and they're just walking. And these guys are booking it. They look back and they stop. These people just stop. And they just go right into the woods. Cleared out. Cut off all their lights. Went off into the woods. And, and that's pretty much the story. And she said he went back and they never went the left side of the track again. Fuck all that, bro. That would be fucking intense. That's like one of those... I don't know. I guess that's what all creepypastas are, if you think about it. They're all cautionary tales of, like, what not to do. Yeah. Like, what could have happened. This is what could happen if you do blank. Yeah. And more or less, what they all say is, don't go into the woods. Yeah. Don't go into the woods. I wouldn't. If I was driving down a road and I saw a car broken down on the side of a woods... I'm going to be completely honest. Unless I see the family in the car. It's not my business. It's not my business. That car's been there for a month for all I've known. I'm I'm booking it straight still. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you know what, like, the origin of that whole shit is, right? Like, don't go in the woods. Mm -mm. That's from, like, fucking colonial times, bro. Like, to when, like, the pilgrims first came to the country. They would tell them type of stories to, like, their kids. That's why they would say, like, oh, there's monsters out in the woods. That's why you can't go there. But low-key, they're talking about, like, oh, a bear might snatch your ass up. Or an Indian fucking group might fucking scalp your ass. Yeah. 
So, but they would say some outrageous shit to not get you to go into the woods. That would work for me. Me too. Fuck, stay away from the woods. I kind of want to make a movie now called The Woods. There's like a thousand movies about the woods. Yeah, but it's not going to be like this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that that story, uh, when I was driving to California, I was going through New Mexico. Uh Uh-huh. And it was like a really small, I I don't know why, but I got off like the main highway and I got onto like a little two-lane highway, right? Like the desert? Yeah, kind of like the desert. And there's this small town, small town. I'm talking like three houses, a gas station, and a diner that I'm going through. And it's like, it's probably like three, probably about three o'clock in the morning. Everybody's asleep in the car. I'm driving. And I'm listening to my scary stories for what I can from when it's buffering. And all of a sudden, I don't want to say that it gets light out. But there's kind of like, uh, what was that word? Like luminosity? Illuminating. Illuminating, yeah. Illuminating light. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look up as I'm driving. I, I look up. I didn't say a UFO or nothing. So anybody who was thinking that, calm that shit down. But blue smoke, like glowing blue light, kind of like the best way to describe it would be like the northern lights. Yeah. Except for it didn't move. It was just there. And it was just a kind of like a darkish, brightish blue. And then I turned and looked back and it was just like nothing. But as I was in the town and I looked up, illuminating blue. It was weird. I couldn't explain it. I don't know what the fuck it was. Hmm. Turned down the southern dirt. I mean, there's no traffic lights. There's no, there's no lights at all. It's just pitch dark and whatever your head uh, headlights can see. And I just have to look up, and it's just like a wave of blue, illuminating blue light. Gone. You didn't think of like turning around. No. <laughs> It's one of them things, bro, where it's like, I'm curious, but I don't give that much of a fuck. Yeah, like, uh, no, I got I got my kids. Maybe if I was, like, maybe if it was me and my group of friends, sure. Turn back around. I'd wake everybody up in the car. Hey, check that shit out. You know, I think I saw something weird. But with my girl and the kids, the last thing I need is for them to be fucking panicking and crying and freaked out and now my anxiety is gonna be that's true because imagine like if you were a kid bro and your dad's all like i saw something yeah yeah i could only imagine and and it, it, i try to be like not scared in my kids eyes you know like i'm you know dad go go in the basement in the dark and it's like yeah not a problem there's nothing down there but for me to be like hey i just could only imagine what they would feel inside yeah, like, you got to show no fear because yeah. you don't want to freak your kids out. Yeah, so I just kept driving. They stayed asleep. I didn't even, I think I told my wife later when she woke up, I was like, hey, I went through a small town in New Mexico and some weird shit was, like, in the sky. But I don't know what it was. So, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you about being, like, abducted by aliens? Well, before I answer this, I have a story. Holy shit. I was young. What time is it? I gotta make sure my wife ain't... Oh, fuck. All right, I gotta make this quick story. Uh, 
I was young. I was at my cousin's house, and I'm sleeping on the couch in their living room. I woken up to bright lights flashing. I think it's a police car. I've seen a lot of them when I was younger. I know what a police car looks like. I look out. It's not a police car. I shit you not. This is a UFO. I'm legit serious. This thing's in the sky, blinking blue, yellow, green, red, bright, 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 bright. Nobody else is up in this house. They were all. My, it was my brother's friend's house. Actually, it wasn't my cousin. It was my brother's friend's house. It was kind of like in the country. They were all drinking. My brother had just turned like 18. In the country, you can drink at 18. So they're all fucked up. Well, I wake up to these lights flashing. I wake up to a figure coming towards the window. I'm knocked out sleep. My tooth. I feel like my jaws are locked like, like that. And you're like pushing in on this tooth, right? And I'm like, it's to the point that the pain is so much, I'm like, my tooth is going to break out of my mouth. It's going to break out of my mouth. Wake up. I have a horrible pain in my mouth. Horrible pain. I remember everything from the lights to the shadow to the figure coming, and then I just blacked out. I don't remember anything, but I can feel this pain. And I know that I am not, like, where I was. But I can't, Holy like, shit. I can't open my eye. I don't see it. It's just black. I feel this sharp pain. And I know I'm no longer in the house. Wake up on the couch. I still feel this horrible pain in my tooth. But everything is fine. I asked my brother, did you guys see anything last night? Did anybody come here? Were there cops? Nothing. I just brushed it off. But I always have this... Very, like, I could, if I was good at drawing, I could draw an amazing picture of it. Um, so I think I was already abducted. Yeah, I was being really sarcastic, but I was shocked that that actually, like, fucking dug up some roots, bro. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I had been abducted, and they did the research, and then they were like, uh, nothing that special about this one. Put them back. You know, I read this article that was said people who have been abducted, um, do you do any of these things? I think one of the symptoms was like, you have to sleep with your back to a wall. Or do you sleep any fucking way you feel like it? Uh, I have to sleep on my side. Uh-huh. Um, and it has to be, if I am laying on the bed, and I am, let me see, if I'm on the right side of the bed... I sleep with my back facing the left side. So I'm going to face the right side. So I'm sleeping on the left side of the bed. I face with my back towards the right side. I face the left side. Where are you in position to the door? Does that have any effect? Does not have an effect. The door is on my right-hand side. It just matters where I am on the bed. If I'm on the right side of the bed, my back's towards the left. I'm facing the door. If I'm on the left side, my back's to the right. I'm facing the left. Okay, because the article I read said, like, you never want to have your... You want you don't want to be surprised by anything. Well, that's what the article said about people who have been abducted and don't know. Huh. Yeah, nope, I can't... Uh, I call this, like, PTSD just from the, the dumb shit that I used to do when I was younger. If I go into a restaurant, if I'm in a club, I have to be able to see the front door, and I can't have doors or windows behind me. So I always have to sit in a corner. Same thing with the restaurant. I want to see the door... I want to see who's coming in, who's coming out, and I don't want nothing behind me besides a wall. 
I heard that rule in The Sopranos. Oh, really? That's what Tony Soprano said. You know, that could be like a... Subliminal my mom thing. I used to watch that when I was younger. That's and what he says in that show. He says he has to sit with his back to a wall and he has to see the front door. Huh. That's a mob thing, I guess. Well, you know, who knows? Watch out. <laughs> but, Calvin, with that being said, we're an hour and a half in, man. I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up here. I like the topics today. I like I like how... Uh, a little bit all over the place. Yeah, a little all over the place. I think that's cool. Like yeah, yeah. But you want to go ahead and plug the Twitch? Oh, you know I want to plug the Twitch, baby. You know, I plug you on my channels. My boy. Yes, I do. I, I tell them Death Taco Podcast. Hey, bro, we're creating our own fucking network. Fuck, Fuck everybody, you gotta, bro. Gotta, we support each other, man. Uh, it's your boy, Chipotle Son. I'm on Twitch. Chipotle Son is how I should say it so people can spell it better. Uh, Chipotle Son 01 on Twitch. And I'm now live streaming on Facebook. It's just Chipotle Son. Chipotle son. It's definitely Chipotle son because I've heard you say Chipotle son. I'm always like, it's not how you say that. Chipotle son. I capitalize the P O T because I'm a pothead, so you got to emphasize the pot. Then it'd Listen. be Chipotle. Chipotle son. Chipotle son. I don't know. Chipotle son just just rolls. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue, definitely, bro. You should have spelled it Chipotle son. I like that. Chipotle son. <laughs> but guys, uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this Resident Evil episode. Check out. The Spotify, the YouTube, Instagram, also on TikTok. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you, Calvin. This has been the Death Taco Podcast.